it is a good morning, and I am thankful to have the privilege to be talking to you this morning. I begin with a picture. If it comes up, oh, it does come up. That's a picture of a memory, a timeless memory. That's me and my son when he first began to swim, when he first began to swim. And today he swims better than me. But we all have those unforgettable memories uh, when you got married or when, you took your, when your child took the, the first step or when you, you, you landed that job. Memories that you want to savor. Memories that you don't want to forget in your childhood, on that bench when you sat with someone and a conversation you had with them. Memories of encounter. You never want to forget memories of encounter. Today, we're going to talk about encountering, memories of encountering with Jesus and how we can create so many. And today, we have the opportunity of talking about this. We have been continuing in this series uh, of encountering Jesus around the Easter season. And yes, the Easter season is coming to the end it has come to the end, but we carry on with the residues of it. And today, we talk about encountering Jesus through the bread and the cup. And if you are observant, you will see there is uh, bread. And there is a cup. And we're going to be sharing in this. And every month, we share in the bread and the cup. But the moments of encounter, we could miss. And so today, my job is to help us get to that point where we will never again experience Holy Communion the same way we did. We take our reading today from the book of Mark, chapter 14, verse 17 to 26. It's a gospel according to St. Mark. By the way, St. Mark is not among the 12 disciples, but he was among those who were early on the journey. And so he got a lot of understanding of what happened. And so he gives us snapshots of, of what happened. And today he's going to talk to us about the cup and the bread, how it all started. Mark 14, from verse 17 to 26. It will be coming up on the screen, but if you can, use your gadget or your Bible. I like the pages. I'm hearing the pages uh, moving. 17 to 26, I will read. When evening came, Jesus arrived with the twelve. While they were reclining at the table eating, he said, truly I tell you, one of you will betray me, one who is eating with me. They were saddened, and one by one, they said to him, Surely you don't mean me. It is, it is one of the twelve, he replied, one who dips bread in a bowl with me. The Son of Man will go just as it is written about him. But woe to that man who betrays the Son of Man. It would be better for him if he had not been born. 
While they were eating, Jesus took bread. Now we get to the crescendo. Jesus took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take it. This is my body. Then he took the cup. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them. And they all drank from it. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many, he said to them. Truly, I tell you, I will not drink again from the fruits of the vine until the day when I drink it anew in the kingdom of God. When they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. This is where we're getting our inspiration for today's message. Moments of encounter with Jesus at the cup. So, to investigate this topic, I'm going to ask three questions. I'm going to be answering three questions. What is the Lord's Supper? What is its form? Why is it important to Christians? What is its feeling? What is filled in there? What, what, is it, what, is in the what are ingredients in there that are important to us? And then how do we tap into it? How do we maximize it? How do we function after experiencing an encounter with the Lord at the Lord's Supper? Three questions to help us investigate this. The form, the feeling, and the function of the Lord's table. Begin with, what is the Lord's Supper? Of all things Jesus left us, he instructed us to do this. He performed miracles, he did many other things, but he told his disciples, do this. Take my cup and the bread, just like we have read it in remembrance of me. Why is it important? It represents the form, the body of God, of Jesus. You see, the body of Jesus reminds us that we ourselves are bodies. And that creation of all things God created, when it came to man, he did not speak. He formed us. We are formed. We have a formation. And all of us have a desire to be touched. We are a form. So Jesus is saying, in extension, I am the body. But I'm not just the body. I am the body of Christ. We, the church, we're not just the body, but we are the body of Christ. Let me say a little bit more. So what is this thing? What does it mean to have the form? The body, or the Lord's table, does three things. It commemorates a past event. Reminds, the, the, reminds us of the Passover. Reminded them what happened in Egypt when God rescued them. They ate 
the bread. They ate the lamb, the lamb that was their salvation. So every time we eat of the body, we are reminded of how God rescued us from oppression into a new world. So commemorates a past event. It anticipates a future event. The Bible talks about the wedding party when Christ returns. And we celebrate. But it also enables us to participate in the celebration of the two. We are able to celebrate what God has done when we share in the bread and the cup. And I'll say a little bit more about that later. So that's the form. That's the form of the cup, of the bread and the cup. You see, it is important to think about the physicalness of this cup because it talks about a body that has been broken. And we are all broken. We are in different places, different languages, different groups of people. We come from different, and yet we come together as a body. And the reason we come together is so that we can get a touch. I was talking to a sister who was telling me that since COVID, she hasn't been able to come because of family problems. But now that she comes, she feels she needs that touch, that touch that comes from we are separate, different pieces. This bread is not yet broken, but the one you're going to get is broken. It's different pieces. But when we come together, we touch and we form one body. And that is what the Lord's Supper reminds us. So why is it important? Why is it important that we go through that? This was not the first time, by the way, Jesus had broken bread and his, with his disciples. He broke it twice. Remember, he gave it twice to 5,000 people who, who fed on broken bread. But we don't remember that. Or we don't commemorate that. So why is it important for Christians to partake of the body and the blood of Jesus? Why of all things Jesus did this? Why does he ask us why did Riverside put this as a moment of encounter on one of our important Sundays? Because it is a place where we are filled. The Lord fills us. by as we take of the Lord's table, we are filled with him. It is an event that brings us into communion with Jesus. An event, a time of personal encounter. And there's a scripture that says, if you take of this cup without, what word does it use? Without, it's as if to say, carelessly. If you come to the table carelessly, you miss an encounter. It's not just the body. It's the body of Christ. It's a body filled with Christ. Next time you take off the body, think about the feeling that accompanies the body. That body is filled with Christ, a personal encounter, formed, filled. The body has been formed, but it has been filled with Christ. Whatever God forms, he fills. In Genesis 2.7, the Bible says, And the Lord formed man from the dust of the ground. And he did what? Breathed in him. 
The Lord has formed his table and he fills it with his breath, his life, his presence. The body of Christ is nothing without the breath of Christ. That is why it's the body of Christ. It is filled with Christ. When we approach the table next time, let's remember that this bread, which represents the body, if it's not filled, it's nothing. And so it is the, ex, the expectation, the understanding that the body we are taking has been filled with Christ that helps us to experience moments of encounter with Jesus. At the Lord's Supper, we celebrate the union of the body and the blood. The feeling. The blood fills the body with life. So why is it important for Christians to share in the cup and the bread? Because we get formed from our different places. We get formed from the different broken pieces we get formed, from the different places where it come from, languages, tribes, and tongues, and colors, we get formed. And why then do we get formed? So that he can fill us. Formed. Filled. So why does he form and fill us? Number three, so that we can maximize our value. We can function together. It is, we are formed into a body filled by the life, the breath, the blood of Jesus so that we can function together. So formed, filled to function. At the table of Christ, Jesus used the words, do this to remember me. To remember is to bring members together. To recollect, to regroup the pieces. At the Lord's table, the Lord makes us one with him. At the Lord's table, the Lord unites us to himself. And we get his nature, his character, his personality. We become different. So that we can function. Look at the scripture in Ephesians 4.16. From him, the whole body is joined together, held together by every ligament. And it grows and builds itself up in love. As each part does its work. Functions. The reason for the body to come together, ligaments to come together, is so that each part will do its part, functioning together. So the body of Christ can only function if it has been filled by Jesus' life-giving blood and life-giving breath. The body of Christ can only function if it has been filled with Jesus' life-giving blood and life-giving breath. As you come to the table today, remember, Jesus wants to fill you. The gaps of fear and anxiety 
that you have at the table, let's be filled. Let's allow to be filled. The scripture we read says, as they arrived in that place. There's a place of arriving. I don't know where you have been. I don't know what you've been up to, but arrive. At the time of communion, as for God's sake, arrive. Forsake whatever else and arrive. Take this as a, a moment of encounter with the Lord. So, I pause here a little bit to ask, have you said yes to Jesus? You too can have an encounter. You too can experience this feeling that Jesus offers us today. And I give you an opportunity. If you are that person, and not to embarrass you, you can say this under your breath, but by all means say it, if you have never said yes to Jesus. Just say that, dear Lord, I've heard about you. I want you to be my Lord and Savior. I give you my life. Come into my life. Amen. Now, if you've said that prayer for the first time today, Jesus says, welcome. This body of his is a body that grows, and he wants more people to experience him. It is called Holy Communion because it is about community. It is holy communion because it's about communing. It's about bringing people, connecting people, so that they can function. Why is it important for us to be connected in communion? Why is Jesus so interested in connecting us through this table? Because your supply is from the point of your connection. Your supply from God is from the point of your connection with him. If you're not connected to Jesus, you're unable to tap into his power. If your laptop is not connected to the socket, into the electricity grid, it's not able to experience the juice of the electricity. We connect with Jesus so that his power can be made to flow through us. And so we connect with each other as well. At the Lord's table, we share together. The Lord connects us with each other. I've just come back from a holiday in Romania with my friend Alex and Semina and others. And we had a wonderful time. A holiday that is not going to just hotels, but to families. My goodness, the connection with churches in Romania, we did two Easter's. Two Easter's. And we saw ways of, and the connection is in Jesus. Jesus wants to connect us with other people. As we connect with other people, our supply, spiritual supply, comes from there. Even business. I don't know how many jobs, how many opportunities, how many service, services you've received, just because you are connected to people. It's the connection with the body that the men's ministry exists. It's the connection that the women's ministry exists. That's why we have small groups, church services like this. We connect. Jesus wants us to connect because it's in the connection that his power flows. That's where we encounter him in the connection.
But what we read in Ephesians says that until your part in the body plays its part, the body doesn't function. The idea of functioning, the body of connecting is function. But the only way we function is when you play your part. And God has given you a special function to play. Yeah, Huntington, but you know what? People are difficult. People betray, they talk behind your backs. Yes, that's why the bread is broken. We are broken. But even then, we are connected. And Jesus wants us to be connected. So as we partake of the bread, ask yourself, what part am I playing in this connection? What part am I playing in the body of Christ? But also ask yourself, am I filled? Am I filled with Jesus? The early church knew this, and I'm about to close. The early church understood this very well. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of people and God. So we see the source of their power. Later when Paul says, Peter says, you judge for yourself. Shall we obey you or obey God? The boldness, the confidence that these guys were hiding in a small room got immediately after Jesus broke bread with, him, with them. Even Thomas, who said, I won't believe unless I touch. Thomas died in India after forming many churches. Powerful things happen when we approach the thing seriously. So finally, let's hunger. Let's thirst so that we can be formed. Let's come. Let's be present. When the table is open, when you are invited to come to the table, try as much as possible to be present and say, Lord, what is it? What is it? What is it you're doing here? Feel me. What is it? Come with expectation so that we can function, engage with what God is doing. At the table, let's engage with what the Lord is doing. Lord, at your table, form us and fill us and help us to function. We have understood that stuff happens when we arrive. So help us, O oh Lord, to experience your feeling. We hunger and we thirst for you to form us to fill us, and to help us to function. God bless you.